Hi, I'm Tammy. And I'm Toby. And you are listening to Totally, totally On Brand. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Totally On Brand. Um, today, we are going to be delving into a topic that I know everyone can relate to. It's about burnout, hating your job, just being so dis like engaged, disengaged. Um, but for the listeners who aren't watching, I would also like to say that Toby stole my clothes today. I was about to, you know, you know, you stole before them. you started, you have been saying, <laughs> <laughs> guys, let me tell you how this happened. Mm. This girl was going to wear this dial up outfit. Gorgeous. Eh? It's really nice. The top and the bottom. And she looked cuter than me. <laughs> and, you know, as per firstborn, never really having competition. I thought this is my moment to behave like a bratty sister. And I was like, ah, oh, I think I want that top. So she gave me her top and here I am looking cute. No, but guys, she's rocking it. She's rocking it. She's no, no, giving. I legit actually stole. So if you look she's at, giving. if you watch this episode, mm -hmm. you see that Tammy is wearing the pants mm -hmm. and I'm wearing the top. And mm -hmm. yeah, but first child energy. By the way, I'm also a first child, but I just wanted to let you guys know what is going on. But I think on. I behave more like a little sister than you do. I'm no. not sure. You think so? No, Toby, you're um, like everyone's big sister. You think so? Yes. I don't know. I'm tired of being that role. But yeah, I I, I did borrow put. Like, I, I mean, I'll take your clothes. Like, I love clothes, so... Well, if you look cute, I'm either going to you change. You do look cute. You do look cute. Or I'm going to, if you look cuter than me. You look, no, I'm either now. going to change. Uh -uh. I'm going to collect the one you're wearing. Well, you know, so. we look as cute as each other. Let's just leave it that way. A so A clothes A. theft aside, today <laughs> we are going to be talking about hating your job. We've, we've, you know, some of us have been there. Some of us are heading there. Some and of us are always there. Always, like, I'm girl, always there. I, I thought that I was going to be like all like fun and roses and just like, Counting but, my money. <clears throat> do you know what it is? I feel like we all say this thing about adulting. I, I and maybe we're being it's a cop out, mm. but I feel like we're always all saying, "No one told us. Mm. No one told us. Mm. No one told mm. us." Mm. Like me, my own, my resentment levels for work mm. are always at an all time high. I'm not oh, yeah. sure how everyone else feels. Like I love my job. Mm. Well, I, maybe we can call it a love hate, mm. but I. I always go through heavy, heavy mm. resentment period. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even ashamed to say it. Sometimes I tell my staff as well, like the same way you're feeling like bleh, it's the same way I'm feeling bleh. So who's going to motivate who? Who is going to motivate who? Is yeah. the actual question. I don't, like, I don't know. Because we all have that like, well, not we all have, but the people who have experienced burnouts, Sometimes it's just, it feels like a slump, right? You can't really explain what is causing it. But you know, you and I, we like information and we like mm -hmm. facts. We like figures. We like to know the science behind it. So what do you think is the theory behind the workplace slump? So when we're going to talk about this, remember we had said we needed to find some like yes. little facts and figures mm -hmm, here and mm -hmm. there. So we'll share this link with you, but I want to go quickly to another theory that was presented by academic to innovate hr and what they've done very easily is actually write eight common causes no 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 no, no. they started by yes 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 eight common causes and also the signs to look out for when people are dissatisfied so the eight common causes are lack of appreciation being or feeling underpaid inadequate management, 
limited career growth prospects, lack of training and development options, workplace relationships, work-life balance, and the job isn't interesting or meaningful. So let's even talk about lack of appreciation. Yeah, so I feel like, just like the article says, it says human beings have an inherent longing to feel appreciated in both our professional and personal lives. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, this makes sense on so many levels because you want to be appreciated professionally. You're doing a good job. You're doing your best. Maybe your boss or your manager or whoever is um, in charge of your department is not appreciating the work that you are doing. Mm -hmm. So it can feel like you're just like a hamster on a wheel. You're working, you're working, nobody's appreciating you. So that makes sense to me as um, a reason to hate your job. I'm an employee, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it always sounds nice or the feeling of appreciation, mm -hmm. I think, goes both ways. Absolutely. Are you delivering the work enough for me to come to appreciate you? Number one, mm -hmm. who is appreciating the yeah. appreciator? Yeah. So one of my biggest issues that I've always found at work, and it was a humbling experience for me, mm. if I go down to personal, mm. I grew up working for other people. I've always loved working for other mm -hmm. people. I would actually honestly say, if I have to pick between working for people and working for myself, I probably pick the former mm -hmm. over the latter. A mm -hmm. lot of people are so obsessed with, I want to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. I, I don't get that bug. Mm. I stumbled upon entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Now, if I go into why I prefer to work for other people, this is one of it. Yeah, Managing people mm -hmm. is so hard mm -hmm. that sometimes I wonder why you want to leave the cushion of only having you mm -hmm. to deal with. Mm -hmm. You still have your family. You still have other little things in your mm -hmm. life, mm -hmm. but you still go on this journey of, I want to manage other people. But are you prepared to treat them and give them everything they, that person needs mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. be able to function, mm -hmm. be happy, excel? And most importantly, how are you going to extract what you also want from that person Yeah. so that it's a symbiosis? So I don't know. So it, it, it goes both ways. And I feel like when you are in a workplace, so this, for, for, the, you know, for the sake of our listeners, this topic is not just for employee-employer relationship. It's also for entrepreneurs, right? So it's anybody that is either on an entrepreneurial journey, working in a company, about to work in a company, whatever it is. But you're right, because... It's like a cycle. It's almost like, okay, you are now burnt out because you feel underappreciated, but are you actually giving the company that you're working in enough value to appreciate you? Mm -hmm. Do you understand? So I actually agree with you. These are causes, like the potential causes of, you know, why people hate their jobs or why they feel job dissatisfaction. And this is one of the reasons, but it's very important to look at it from a holistic point of view, which means if you are feeling underappreciated, have you done anything worth appreciating? Mm -hmm. you know so it's it's one of those things where i get it people can feel burnt out but you also as an employer also have to think is the appreciation warranted do you understand so yeah so it's not it's you know like with, almost with everything in this landscape it's not a perfect science i was just reading here now it says signs of job dissatisfaction mm -hmm. so there's the things that cause it mm -hmm. and they're the things that you do when mm -hmm. you start to feel unappreciated yes. yeah. um, or hating your job yeah. so you, you start to present lack of interest and enthusiasm. Yeah. You start to procrastinate a lot. Yeah. You start to get tardy yeah. or have upset. You start to, your performance starts to decline. Yeah. You start to feel stressed and negative. I even want to put this this theories away because they haven't triggered me high key. And I'm going to say that, <laughs> you know, for the sake of this conversation, we should probably just focus on like one side because truly, if we thought about it from both sides, it'd almost be like, 
as a, because we're both employers, we're always thinking about stuff that show signs of burnout, but don't like almost like why are you burnt out. I would explore both though. <sighs> I, mean, I would explore both because that's where the balance lies. If everybody actually looks at it from the other person's perspective, mm. there's the golden rule that says treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah, but then you get caught in a loop because mm. because you get caught in a loop of never knowing what is actually true because your employee is dissatisfied and they're showing these signs and mm -hmm. you, because you've read this article or listened to this podcast, you're like, oh my God, you know, what am I doing wrong? I'm not appreciating this person. Then you now go back and you think, wait a minute, have you fulfilled your deliverables or have you like met your KPIs? Or, this is now you know our balance I mean? is key because you, if you look at it from personally, mm. having a lot of staff, mm -hmm. if I don't kind of jump in between both, mm -hmm. I will lose a lot. Like mm -hmm. I'm quite um, proud of the uh, turnover rates. Mm -hmm. Like the hospitality industry is a revolving door. Oh, yeah. Like people are constantly going and yeah, coming. Yeah. Um, but I've managed to have like healthy retention. Mm -hmm. Like people have been with me. I've been opened will be six years in December. Mm -hmm. And I still have people that have worked for me for five years mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. five and a half years. Mm -hmm. So, and that's even including both waiters, mm -hmm. back office, just to also show the range of yeah. people. And that's because as much as I go through process of dissatisfaction myself or who is looking after me mm -hmm. i still cannot forget that omar no offense but <clears throat> tough in it so you, you still have to have that attitude for me anyway you still have that i have the attitude of well it's still your business you're still the leader no offense to anybody but you have to carry that cross yeah and while you are dissatisfied your job is still to make sure they are okay and i have a very very tough hand in terms of while i'm doing my best for you i'm also very vulnerable enough to share with you and show you the things i don't have the luxury mm, of you mm. have the luxury of having me mm. or of having managers that i've put in place for you but yeah. i don't have that luxury there's no but there's no government body helping me there's no mentor in my life at the moment that is telling me do this do this do this so i don't know i think a balance can be sought it might be hard though so in a, in I don't a, know in a about sense, others. No, in a sense, you're actually saying what needs to be said in terms of there's a balance. Obviously, first of all, we're even talking about even that's if that is if you're an employer. Not everybody is an employer, right? So Absolutely. if you're an employer and you have to deal with not only your own job dissatisfaction, but the dissatisfaction of the people that work in your organization. And you're absolutely right. You kind of have to find a balance. You have to make sure that you're doing whatever it is you can do within your power. Now, if those people still experience job dissatisfaction even after you feel like you have equipped then it's time to go it's time to go and so we're saying that these are the things that people are going through right and you know in a way it's funny some of these things are subjective i'll give you an example now if one of the reasons for job dissatisfaction is like a change in your um family situation right let's, let's say you have a child and then people start feeling that pinch i can't balance my work and my life person a might feel the pinch more than person B. So again, it's a little bit subjective, which means that mm -hmm. person A may have been praying for a child for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. So when they finally have that child, they're like, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to be joyous and happy and blah, 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 blah. It's not going to affect me. Person B might be on their fourth child thinking, I really didn't want this fourth child. Now mm. I have four children. I'm tired. So it's the same life change, but their motivations behind it are slightly different. So it's not 
do you understand? So what I'm trying to say is jobs dissatisfaction is also there's an element of subjectivity. Do you understand? Mm. Like it depends on you as a person. What might make me dissatisfied with my job might make other people really grateful. Mm. And vice versa. So how do we like well, are those what an example of that is that finances? Like I don't So there, so like let's let's even go back to the article and talk about the things that cause job dissatisfaction. If we say mm, like why do people hate their job? Yes. So like, if we say if we say feeling un, being or feeling underpaid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is also subjective because it's almost like what is your benchmark for being underpaid are you comparing to your peers in your industry are you comparing to peers in a different industry are you comparing to like your expense you know what i mean like you are looking at your expenses and you're thinking i should be making more then you feel but is dissatisfied that enough for you to hate your job is that not enough for you to figure out this is what i need mm-hmm. in life next mm-hmm. and i'm going to plan myself mm-hmm. to be able to how do I explain it? Either have the conversation mm-hmm. with my employers mm-hmm. or map and realize that my lifespan in this place mm. is only another six months. Absolutely. And I need to like, so I've read the article, but my question is, is that enough for someone to hate their job enough to then react to it? I mean, it does cause it, yeah. but then it's an interesting concept it because depends. it's not the company's fault. Exactly. That you're feeling underpaid. So, so that's the thing. I- Actually, no, feeling underpaid. Okay. When I read this article, I also understood that some of these things are, like you said, not the company's fault. Do you understand? Like Mm -hmm. feeling underpaid. Well, we assume that you would have known the pay, you know, Mm -hmm. like the the salary before you took the job, right? Or is that more like maybe when you get in and you find out that, okay, the workload and what I'm being paid are not matching. So that's one too. Then also things like, and I'm even just going by this article. So your question of, you know, is that really like something that you should, that will cause job dissatisfaction or is it something that should make you now want to realign and, 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 you know, look for different opportunities. I believe that everyone is different, right? So some people might just be like, I'm underpaid and immediately just start like feeling dissatisfied, start exhibiting all these things, coming late, underperforming, da, da, da. Whereas another person might actually say, if this is not serving me, let me go and look for another opportunity or let me even mm-hmm. go and have a conversation with my manager. Let me go and, you know, so... It's such a wide and varied, um, like, situation because people get dissatisfied for any number of reasons, but some people might get dissatisfied quicker than others. So that's even something I find interesting is that what is it, what, what, what does it take to make you so dissatisfied with your job that you then start to, like, disengage? Yeah. Um, for me, I remember when we were... Um Thinking through this, we had also like asked ourselves some key questions to ask. So if we put the article aside mm-hmm. now, we actually ask ourselves like, mm-hmm. what do I think? For me in the past, obviously now the things that make me hate <coughs> my job are completely different to what used to make me hate my job. Mm-hmm. In terms of when I was an employee, mm-hmm. the reasons of why I hated my job were very different, different yes. to how, why I hate my job now that I'm an employer. Yeah. When I was an employee, it was little things like the work environment. If it's toxic, Mm. I mean, I have a few people who come and with every conversation of how are you, it's, ah, there's this person at my work. They're doing this. I don't like my manager or the people I'm working with. They're just not like me and one of my good friends. Like whenever he comes around, we have some deep conversations. Mm -hmm. And when he speaks about his work people i find it so scary because Mm. i'm thinking 
why is it so difficult for you guys to come together to achieve one goal? And that already is one big reason why he's looking to quit as we speak right now. Yeah. Like the level of job dissatisfaction is so high. Mm. He has never complained about his pay. Mm. He has never complained about the workload. In mm -hmm. fact, he's so overworked, but we constantly say how happy he is mm. to take on the workload. I don't, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because I'm actually processing it. That I look at him and I'm like, I wish I could work with you or you could mm. work with me because I don't understand how it's the people mm. in your work environment that makes it so horrible mm. that you hate your job to mm. that extent. Mm. Then you come to another person that you're speaking to and it's literally the money. Mm. Like what I'm getting out of this is a bit too much for me and mm. I can't stand it. For me personally, when I was working for people, the things I hated were my work environment was very toxic. There was a girl that um, she worked there before. So when I worked in England, I don't want to mention the company or something because I still have a lot of people who follow me and they will definitely put two and two together. Um, there were two layers of it. The first company I worked for, it was, I wouldn't even say it was racist, but it was uncomfortable mm. that I would be working and when the head office or the owner of the company is coming from the States to visit, my shift will be changed. Mm. Or they would like actually like mm. bring the white people in yeah. and they would be the ones to do the walkthroughs, even yeah. though it was my job. Yeah. And I had to have several conversations with the regional manager to say, this is, I, I'm not stupid. I can yeah. see what's happening here. Yeah. So that made me start to resent something I really liked. Yeah. Um, in another job, what used to bother me was I was hired over a girl who was in the company that wanted to be promoted. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, she's the only one that knew the, the company inside out. Mm. So she was the only one that's supposed to train me. Mm. Tell me, when I tell you that on my first week, I would go and ask her questions and she would be like, I'm not answering your questions. Mm. If, if they knew you were, if they knew mm -hmm. you were good for the job mm. or if they, if like, they why did they hire exactly. yes, why you? So why are you asking me? me? Mm -hmm. And she would say to my face, I mm -hmm. respected her. Mm -hmm. I gave her props for being brave enough because mm -hmm. I don't like passive aggression. Yeah, I don't like undercut. Yeah. Whereas I like the fact that she looks me dead in the eye mm -hmm. and is like, I'm not mm. helping you. Mm. I would call a meeting with everyone and she'll refuse to come to the conference room. And mm. she's like, you're not the manager of me. Like, mm. I do not know once again why mm. you are hired. Mm -hmm. Like, eventually, the company had to pick between one of us. It was uncomfortable. I would actually, I'm not big on crying or I'm not the most emotional person in the workplace. But this got to me. Like, yeah. I would actually go to the bathroom and cry. Yeah. And I hated the job. So I started off on the wrong foot with that job. And I could only last less than two years because yeah. my experience was really off. That's even from a the, long time. From the very beginning. I like challenges. That's so a long I'll push time. and see how far I can That's go. That's a long time. So yeah, me... those were my own reasons. Yeah. Money has never been a reason that I have hated me work. Me too. Personally, because... I don't practically, I've not gotten to a point where I'm chasing just money. The money is, the money is not the main motivation. For me. Mm -hmm. There's a purpose-driven aspect. Trying, I'm trying to think of, of the situation, of any situation that I've had where I, I, I hate my job. And obviously, you know, hate is being used in quite a loose form in, for, for, the, you know, for this podcast. But there are certain elements of burnout that I'm feeling right now with my current yeah. job. But I'm also thinking about it in the, in the sense of maybe like even with different like clients or different like places I've Question worked. for you, because yeah. what you just said is so interesting to me. 
I would say I worked for 12 years mm -hmm. and I've been an entrepreneur for mm -hmm. five, six years. Mm -hmm. So there's a big gap, actually, mm -hmm. maybe even shorter because while I started to interpret, I was still working. Mm -hmm. Have you worked for longer? Did you dive straight into entrepreneurship? Because I wonder if that makes a bit of a difference. Um, so I worked in other organizations for about six years okay. before heading, I won't say diving, but I headed towards entrepreneurship, but I still had jobs on the side. Okay. Um, I would say full time. I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years. That's a long time. It is. I'm just thinking about how it's our 10 year anniversary this year. But yeah, like, so I've been a full time entrepreneur for 10 years, but because of the nature of my work, working with clients almost feels like I'm working for someone like it mm. feels like I'm working within their organization it feels like I'm dealing with their own you like, feel like it's a bit different though it's different for it but mm -hmm. you know I can go home and I can I'm dealing with my own books I'm dealing with my own team I'm dealing with my own processes mm -hmm. but there's an element of this client can cause me to hate my job right mm. so it's not even just like my job in in its entirety is that depending on which clients I'm working with at that mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. I can start to feel signs of dissatisfaction so an example I would give you is the same one you said about like the culture in the workplace because we tend to have clients for periods of time, you know, on retainer for months or years, you then assimilate into their company culture. Mm -hmm. If it's not like your own company culture, like let's say you have somebody that just hates you. Mm. And you know, this is something that isn't talked about enough. Sometimes when you get into an organization, people just don't like you. That is so strange. They What's don't like you. With either, listen, either it's jealousy, either it's their own inherent like bias or you're overperforming when they are underperforming. I don't know, but I've experienced this enough times and I've spoken to people who have experienced this enough times to know that there's nothing unique about this. Somebody just doesn't like you in the workplace. <laughs> they hate you and then they make your life miserable. And in doing so, either you are strong enough to be like, you don't define my mm. success in this organization or it gets to you. Mm. And you start feeling like someone, like how can somebody tell you that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me <gasps> straight you, to Like my straight face. up, like. She's like, if uh, they hired you, then you should know what you're doing. And if and it I'm wasn't like, you, Toby, it could have been worse. That person mm -hmm. could have been, you know, affected mm -hmm. really deeply. So it's it's interesting. Like, I definitely have felt like, you know, signs of dissatisfaction on and yeah. off for the past. Like, what decade. else would you say in... And I also feel like a region matters as well. I find mm. that... I don't want to make this about Nigeria or Lagos yeah. and stuff because yeah. I've worked... Um, in England so yeah. England was where I did 12 years yeah. of like actually like yeah. employment and then moving to Nigeria I worked for a company for three years that mm -hmm. I'm still working in mm -hmm. before I then mm -hmm. stumbled upon entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and I would say that the culture here yeah. is completely yeah. and like utterly it can be toxic oh, like people legit like I don't even understand how to explain what's the workplace. Only now that we're getting into a space where we're now having organizational culture, like I'm big on all of those little, little yeah. things. But a lot of people here don't like their job. I've yeah. only met a few people that actually look me in the eye and say, I like my job. And I'm, I'm like... I'm not sure that I've met anyone. Or... That's what I mean. Like maybe I have like one or two people that yeah. have ever said it. And yeah. thinking about it as well, I'm actually scared because I wonder if those two people who have mentioned that have also been sort of entrepreneurs as opposed to actual employees. Yeah. Which actually brings a data element of thinking, ha. Yeah. 
does that mean a lot of us are not equipped to actually manage people yeah. as employees? Yeah. And that is a scary thought to me because surely before we go and set up businesses mm -hmm. and set up things, mm -hmm. we should know how to manage. God forgive me, I actually don't like working for the older generation. Mm -hmm. They're too controlling. Mm -hmm. They're only a few, obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be too biased, but they're only a few older people. Mm -hmm that I have enjoyed working for. Mm -hmm. And I think that also influences a lot of how I process being an employer. Mm -hmm. But my question is, how come a lot of people don't like their job? And yeah, like, is there also a generational yeah. shift that yeah. also makes that uncomfortable? I really don't want us to talk about Gen Z versus no, well, But I wonder if that also plays a big part in yeah. how we process that yeah um so that's a really interesting question because i remember the first job oh, well not the first job like again i'm not going to mention any names but i remember a job i had when i moved back to lagos and it was very important for me to work in an environment and in a company before trying to even attempt entrepreneurship especially because it was a different um, market and industry and environment that i was used to from when i was working in the states so I worked in this place and immediately felt like I was othered, right? People were like, oh, she has come from me. She has come from abroad. Why this one has now come that? and started start telling us what to do. And then they literally shut you out. So then you now have to find creative ways of, and obviously this is something that works, that office politics, you have to find creative ways of winning them over to your side. In the whole time you're doing this, you're thinking, but I just want to do my work. I just want to be efficient. I just want to get the job done. But instead, I'm now toasting all of you because you have now decided that I'm this I don't know, threats. Yeah. And so that toxic work Why environment. Why do we have that complex? And I That's think it's because me. you said, because you also said it was regional or location-based. I think there is a bigger, or there's like a stronger desire to stake your claim in this part of the world or like part of the world where maybe senior junior is very important. Okay. So let's not even say yeah, Nigeria. Yeah, let's yeah, say like yeah. Asia. Africa, yes, yes, anywhere yes, that yes. your seniors are Developing your support. countries, God, yeah. Ha, babe, you have been in a situation where you but have to like deal with Asia someone older. I feel like Asia different. Asia have the culture infused. Yeah. So theirs is more rituals. Yeah. Don't walk in front of An this older person. person. Okay. Um, in my friend's company, she mm. works for a Japanese company, mm. is when the boss is on the staircase mm, mm, and mm. he's taller than mm. you, you have to... You cannot be on the stairs and mm. you're taller than mm, him. Mm, mm, mm. He has to be 10 steps ahead of you. So now All those things it. are rituals. Think of it in a But in Nigeria place. is, do you not have respect for your elders? Am, Am I your mate? Am and I I'm thinking, mates? what has that got to do with the work we're doing right now? Haven't you been in a situation where you are managing or have to, for a period of time, manage someone older than you and they push against that simply because you are younger? Yes, that's why I said earlier, I do not like working for the older generation. I, I, they, stress, I, they really, they're controlling. I once had a client who didn't want to, and you know, there's, there's not accepting something because you don't agree, but his reason was that he has a daughter my age at home and how can I be telling him what to do? <laughs> but he hired you. You know, at that point, it's like, what do I say? Sorry, what do you say? Sorry, sir. There's like, nothing else to say. I like, okay, then. Like, you know, and that's the thing that we have to deal with all the time. And I feel like that can lead to job dissatisfaction. When that you're is dealing so with weird. Those things. Another thing we actually wrote here as well is in terms of hating your job. Mm -hmm. This topic is so interesting mm -hmm. because I wonder if, if we were to summarize it, 
the reasons why there's hate in your job and they're going through periods yes. of dissatisfaction. Yes, I was going to say. And even the periods of dissatisfaction, it could be because of external or internal yeah. things. Yeah. So I wonder if yeah. it's, it's as clear cut as people hating their jobs yeah. or actually going through personal yeah. things that has made them yeah. one. Yeah. Maybe they've outgrown yeah. the job. Yeah. Maybe there's something, there's a connection mm. missing, mm. or maybe they're going through something that mm. is also not making them graceful enough to be able to appreciate what is mm -hmm. happening mm -hmm. in the work. So it's actually so compounded, I would say. It is. I, I can give an example. When I, um, when I got pregnant with my first child, mm -hmm. um, I was at a job. I was, I, was, I was working and I was, you know, mm. in, I was in a quite a senior position, but then the pregnancy completely floored me. Like I, I'd never been, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I used to go to my car to have naps because I was so tired. Now, the owner of the company, anyway, the owner of the company, <laughs> was it, it was a man and a woman. Okay. She had a child. Anyway, the owner of the company, and you know, that's the thing when you're running a company, we can't speak for their side, but it became very, what's wrong with you? Why you, like, it became very like, why they didn't know? They, I mean, I told them after a certain Fair period, enough. but then I think that made it worse. Ooh. Because it was almost like, she can't do this. It, it, I was completely discounted. And you see, that's the thing. As a business owner now, I can understand their thinking. I, I don't ascribe to it or agree with it, but I can understand they were like, she's less productive. And all of a sudden, for us. all of a sudden, she's like, she, her output is like at, at 50%. Yeah. So we have to do what Figure needs to be done. What we're going to I felt do. like they pushed me out. So, you know, again, you know, d depending on where you're working, you can't point. I think it's even illegal. You cannot fire someone because they're pregnant. I know. But they just make it so frustrating for you. Yeah. That you have to quit. Yeah. Now, that was a period. And it was also a period in which I couldn't look at the other person's side at the time. At the time, I was just like, wow, you know, the injustice of it all. I hate this. I hate, I hate it. Them, but them. now I'm like, okay, was it great? No, it wasn't. But also, how many companies have the capacity to replace somebody who is like losing productivity because they're pregnant? You know, like it has Yikes. to be. That your, is such a good point. It has to be you're in a department where somebody can pick up the slack. Imagine if you are the head of a department and you're now for pregnant and there's no productivity. Do you productivity. know the funny thing is, it's happened to me so much. Yeah. I have struggled with that. Yeah. Like having staff, I'm not saying that I don't, I'm a woman myself mm. and I have gone through certain things that have definitely like mm. made such a big difference mm -hmm. to how we look at things. But mm -hmm. if you think about it, when I hire people, there was a time I had three people in the kitchen mm. all pregnant at the same time. Mm -hmm. I burst into tears because mm -hmm. I didn't know how to make a decision to mm -hmm. either be graceful mm -hmm. because I know what they're going through. Yeah. I should be a good employee. I yeah. read articles. Yeah. It says, yeah. this is the labor law. And I'm thinking, yeah. what's my business with labor law? I have to fuck out I, almost half a million a month. I have And they overheads. just can't come to work. I know. Or I know. they're going to go on maternity. And this was close to Ember months. Mm. And I really, 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 really struggled, Tammy. Like, I, I not only surprised myself, there were times where I felt shame. There were times where I felt like I was the one now bringing injustice to the mm -hmm. table because I had to start having conversations behind their back mm -hmm. with HR mm -hmm. to start saying, okay, what are we going to do? Yeah, what's the plan? They're not, pro they're not yeah. productive. Do yeah. I let them go? Do I yeah. pay severance? Yeah. And 
it was yeah. I, I really struggled to make those decisions and, i'm not gonna lie and think about it from their perspective so that person is going home thinking i'm dissatisfied with my job because you know it's yeah. not my fault that my body is doing this thing and you know like i'm doing yeah. my best but there's a physical like repercussion and now my company is almost making it seem like i'm not valuable i've done something i've done wrong. something wrong yeah. so so there are two sides to it yeah. And, but this is one of the reasons I have one more example there was a lady who worked for me has really really it, it, that was where I realized I had grown mm. so after that first encounter of my first two years of having people three people in my kitchen pregnant at the same time mm -hmm. it's weird because my chef came and he said he doesn't want to hire women anymore <sighs> I had to put him on suspension because <laughs> But then he's looking at me yeah. like, do you not know why yeah, I'm saying I'm this? Saying this. Yes. But that utterance yeah. and shouting at them, yeah. had to, I had to discipline it. Yeah. Then there's a lady who had gone on three maternity leaves. With me, she had babies back to back because her husband was not really happy mm. with the fact that he... I don't think he enjoyed her working. Mm. He wanted her home, whereas she enjoyed her job. Mm -hmm. So every opportunity he has, he's impregnating her. God. Back to back. Mm -hmm. Then what I now had to do eventually was pay her nannies. Mm -hmm. I paid, so she would leave home with her kids, mm -hmm. but I had to pay a nanny to mm -hmm. look after her kids so she can mm -hmm. focus on work. Mm -hmm. Eventually, we did that well for two years. Eventually, she still dropped. She still dropped productivity yeah. because she was yeah. now pregnant for the fourth time. Oh and God. this time, no offense, like I'm now dissatisfied. Yeah. I'm now going through what I never signed up for. So yeah. it was time to say, I'm not I'm doing it again. Yeah. So her final year in our company was really horrible. She hated her job, I mm, could tell, because mm. we're now applying pressure and saying, you're pregnant again? Mm -hmm. And she's looking at us like, yes, I am. And mm. I'm looking at her like, darling, I, you can't mm -hmm. keep throwing us off. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that, was, that was when I knew I had grown, mm -hmm. but I'd also put my foot down. But then someone like that will go away and say, and say I hated, I my, hated job. my job. Yeah. And there's really yeah. not much I can yeah. do about that. You know, now that you say this, I always think about like the stories that some entrepreneurs tell about how they got to where they are. And always it's, it's, it's a question or it's a, it's, a, it's a story of, I hated where I was, so I pivoted. Mm. Right? So like where I was wasn't serving me. So I decided to just pivot and do something else I loved. And you know, there are a lot of like stories about pivots, like, like maybe like 50% of all the brands we know started That's as one true. thing. A lot of entrepreneurs actually left. They left pivot. what, exactly. Yeah. So do you think that hating your job can be good and actually like force you into a different direction? Absolutely. I think it can, but yes, yes. Let me not say but because, oh God, Kevin's always saying I should not answer questions and say, but I should answer mm -hmm. the question and then share the other side. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually a good driver and measure for some people. Now, the question I have for that situation, if you've ever been in this situation, please share with us. The question I have for people who have gone through that is, did you hate your job or did you always have it in you to do something else? Mm -hmm. And your time, you had got to a point where it was now time for you to move mm -hmm. and do that thing, mm -hmm. as opposed to tying it into, I hate this, so I want to do this. Yes. So that's a question I would love to ask people oh, yeah. but i think it's such a it's such a good driver for yeah, me yeah. that was not the case yeah. i actually liked my job i was yeah. very happy in balosh we yeah. were doing so many great contracts the idea just came to me we're yeah. literally on the way back from a presentation yeah and it was i was always going to angovilla 
I was always mm, I went there after color. work yeah. every day to yeah. have a glass of wine because yeah. ah, I'm just I've just come from London. My mm. our life after work, you go and have a drink and you know unwind. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know how to create work life balance for yourself, Nobody's you will hate you. your job. Absolutely, because what you've done is. Then again, I can't speak because some people have to go home in traffic. No, the whole thing see, is so confusing. That's what I'm saying. It, there are so many layers to this, but I do think that it's okay for you. You know, that's another thing that our listeners may be thinking about. It's okay for you to hate your job and not pivot. It's okay for you to... Do you understand? Like, like you said, you didn't necessarily... It wasn't like a huge, oh, I hate this, so I'm going to do that. And you also no, mentioned seasons. I still work there. Exactly. I well, was not leaving. Like, in yeah. fact, I started begging my boss that, look, because I want to do this, yeah. does not mean I'm leaving here. Yeah. He was the one that kept telling me, you can't do both. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. And eventually we found a way around it. But mm -hmm. that also probably because I cared. Yeah. But there was... The job was stressful. Yeah. It was cumbersome. Yeah. It was not perfect. Yeah. But hatred never came to me, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's also my way of being challenged. So my pivot was not because From one I, thing to another thing So I wonder if people it. say yeah. they pivot or yeah. they do something else yeah. because they hate one thing. Or is it because it was always in them to do mm. something? I actually think they say it because it makes sense from a storytelling perspective. But I actually think that anybody that pivoted to, like, maybe this is you and then you pivot this way. Like, it's like... 180 yeah that thing was in you before you yeah. can't just wake up and say because i hate working in an oil and gas company i'm not going to start selling clothes like you must already have had that passion fair that's but what then I because think. it didn't work here you're like okay fine i don't like the situation i don't like this it's I don't like, time it's time for me to now pursue my dreams and it's yeah. time for me to now find a new passion and you know what i mean because i also didn't like pivots from i've been in the same industry from the minute i graduated from uni like mm. that's been consistent marketing branding strategy but there have been seasons of hatred there have been seasons of difficulty there have been seasons of dissatisfaction like i mentioned starting a family it's really hard for you to yeah. adapt and adjust and find the balance but it's never been a oh i'm so i hate it so much that i'm going mm. to leave the industry directly you know yeah. what i mean and currently i'm actually in a phase of dissatisfaction i would say but not to the point where I think I'm going to like leave. Yeah. I just have to figure out what is causing, what's the root cause of that dissatisfaction. To be honest, if you even hate your, you're like that root cause is so key because yeah. if you don't dig into it, mm. if you're someone who has a tendency to hate your job mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. or feel that strong emotion towards employability, mm -hmm. I think you would actually struggle with your, with having your own thing. Yeah. Because, <laughs> There's passion and there's responsibility. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. We talked about this. The things I have experienced, like in one of our notes here, we talked about how like drastic personal changes can even make you dislike something. Mm -hmm. For me, loss was such a huge, mm -hmm. huge life-changing thing. I resented my staff for at least five to six months after I lost mm -hmm. my child. Imagine I was literally like, Having a stillbirth on the 27th, 28th, I was in labor for two days, 27, 28, 29. Mm -hmm. Like I was going through stuff, but it was also end of the month payday. Oh my God. I, I, I don't even talk about this enough because it is one of the most surreal things I think it's anybody should surreal. have to go yeah. through. But I don't, there's no other process for me to process payroll. Mm -hmm. I have to actually go there mm -hmm. physically mm -hmm. and hit approve because... Mm -hmm. This is over 20M in mm -hmm. overhead. Mm -hmm. I can't just mm -hmm. 
let anybody delegate. else. I've, yeah. I've not done that. Yeah. I have accountants and stuff, yes, yeah. but I have to check through things. Yeah. And literally, on the bed, pushing a baby, it was still saying, mm -hmm. send payroll, because mm -hmm. I can't delay mm -hmm. people's work. Mm -hmm. Now, if I sit back and I think, I hate, I hate my job because this company or this employer has done this to me. Mm. If I go off and do my own thing, there's a potential that you might hate it even more because yeah. I hated being in that position. Yeah. I resented my employees so much yeah. because they didn't do anything to me, mm. but I just hated that I have to look after you when mm -hmm. I'm going when through you need this. Looking after. Yes. Yeah. Eight weeks after that, I'm guiding you guys. Like there's, this tax man has come. Yeah. This generator is not yeah. working. Yeah. As much as they don't want to message you, yeah. they do message you and say, oh ma, yeah. we need 800K to buy 1,000 diesel thing. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, why, why are you messaging me? But, yeah. and I, nobody work knows what to, to do. Yeah, to and it's, it, it's it extremely was, surreal. it was really horrible. It's extremely surreal. So I don't even know how one, so that means maybe with the emotion you feel in the workplace, mm -hmm. it actually tra transitions mm -hmm. and changes as things like move. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's, it's so interesting. No, I, I, I think it does. And then, you know, things happen unexpectedly. That's another thing that is like is really difficult to to process as a business owner, even as, in, even as somebody who works in a business. But as a business owner, it's very difficult to process that anything can happen at any time and your mm. responsibilities will remain. Yeah. There's very little that can happen that, you suddenly are just like absolved of all your responsibilities. If you own a business, you have to do things that are really difficult. Like, like yeah. you're on your, you're on, you're in the hospital. You're in the <sighs> hospital and you have to do something because you, the, the success of your business or like whatever the, the process is, they, they rely on you and you're there yeah. thinking, why am I the one that has to do this? Why does it have to fall on me? Then I can understand the resentment because you're almost like, I need looking after. Yeah. Why am I the How one looking after How do we get into you? a process of like a lot of us coming out of this one man? I don't even think I run a one man business, yeah. but there's still a heavy dependence yeah, on, on me. You. Yeah. And I, f I don't even know how to ask to word this question. No, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. To get to a point where it doesn't fall solely. Yeah. Is it that we need to work for each other? Mm. Is it a case where we are also not hiring the right people. Mm, is it that the mm, landscape itself mm. is filled with a lot of people who are... I think Nigeria has too many entrepreneurs. Yes. God forgive me. And they all everybody wants to start something. From the beginning. Just it right out of... It stresses me. Yeah. 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 So how does one even navigate the dissatisfaction that comes from people pivoting, not understanding the responsibility of what yeah. this takes? All of yeah. us kind of trying to be our yeah. own boss as opposed to having all of us kind of rally around each other yeah. and create compounded companies. You know, it's good that you say that because that is something that has been on my mind for the last three years. Um, I think that we are all islands and we don't need to be, mm. right? Especially women, right? Like, so like entrepreneurial women tend to always feel like they're an island. And you know, you've always said this from the beginning of time that partners, like having a partner do is like the alone. only way to have a I business. I do not do anything And I need alone. to learn from that because right now I'm like, why is everything on? Why is everything falling? I don't want, I've, in fact, I have what I call decision fatigue. If you ask me anything, I'm just going to look at you. I, I actually don't know. Like, mm. you know, maybe, maybe not. It mm. could be because I'm tired of always making all the decisions. Mm -hmm. And sometimes things are going on in my life where I'm like, do you not see me here struggling and trying to survive? But I have people who depend on me and their families depend on me and their families' families depend on me. So it's, it's very difficult. Um, and I think that 
we need to get into the habit of relying on other people a bit more. Mm-hmm. We also need to get into the habit of being collaborative. You know, again, we are talking about location-based, region-based. Nigerians can gatekeep. They don't like to share stuff. They don't mm. like to share resources. They don't like to share ideas. They just feel like, let me control my own little like island and not like have like any competition or anything like that. Mm. So that's part of it. That's that's part of the problem. But that's so interesting. Yeah. You know. So right now, are you in a phase where you? Are you dissatisfied with anything right now? Do you yes. enjoy your job or are you, I'm how are you feeling? I would like a situation where I had a partner. I think I've been, I've been seeking this out for like the past year. I've been trying mm. to hire, um, or even now I'm trying to collaborate or maybe even like, you know, when you, you, you join, like mm. what's it called? A, what's making two you companies unhappy come. at work? Um, being like feeling like I'm the sole decision maker um mm. and not even sole decision maker in that okay if you're the boss you have to make the final decision but even the strategic decision leading to the final decision I feel like I don't have enough of a support system to talk at like a high level um number two the economy I know it sounds really cliche but the economy is no, really no, no, tough it's like not, it's, it's, it's really bad it's especially tough on my business because companies are not like why am I spending money on an intangible it's not a low hang it's it's not a fruit that they're ready to pluck right it's now it's not even a priority yeah, like, um, so it's difficult the economy is hard um, I'm also at a stage in my life where it still boils down to the economy right because I I, I tend to think about the amount of work I have and the rewards like so like your ironically your pay right mm. you start to think that oh, if i'd stayed in the states or if i'd stayed in the uk i'd be making 10 times as much mm. and probably working a bit less mm. so with that reframing you know I, I think i'm coming out of it i think i'm getting to a place where i'm like i i, I know i have a so in fact there's a solution to this but don't worry mm. but that's where i currently am what about you me at this moment i am i go through i'm always in a state of love hate with my work Mm -hmm. one there's just too many people to manage Mm -hmm. that's probably one of my biggest um and i'm in the service industry direct instant gratification Mm -hmm. so if i don't treat my employees a certain way or give them certain tools they cannot pass that on Mm. so when everyone goes on and say oh the house is a great place xyz there's a reason Mm. it's because i'm constantly like Mm. Like, I feel like I'm constantly towing the ground Mm. to find ways to keep fixing Mm. things. That's number one. Number two, no one predicted me for the high volume Mm. of things I have to do per day. Mm. So from transactions Mm. to maintaining a cash flow Mm -hmm. to um, managing people. Like, Mm. it's such a huge production. Like, Mm -hmm. with 180 people, you're no longer a small company. Yeah, You're practically a medium to a large enterprise. Yeah. Um, so that really gives me, I, I sleep and wake up with anxiety. There's Same. no, yeah. there's no relaxing for me. Yeah. My clients don't sleep. Yeah. We close at 2 a.m. We're back open the next day. When we shut at 2 a.m., we're still counting mm-hmm. or calculating what we used the day before mm-hmm. to replenish it mm-hmm. for the day after. Mm-hmm. Um, our company also um, increases the the will for impulse buying. Mm-hmm. So you can't predict. Someone yeah. can come right now yeah. and say, can I book for 80 people? Yeah. Are you going to say no? It's the randomness are, of it. It's yeah. so random. It's very random. It's just so intense. Yeah. And I just wished I had something that was a little bit more slow paced <laughs> that I could think, yeah. process, yeah. 
at 9 p.m., I know at the very worst case, maybe it's one client or two clients yeah. that is messaging me, but yeah. not that. Yeah. This one, if I have to change a menu, I have to change 20 items. Yeah. I have to look at for 20 items, multiply that by each of those items have 20 ingredients. Mm -hmm. We're already dealing with 20, 200 mm -hmm. items. Mm -hmm. I have to figure out where those 200 items are coming from. Mm -hmm. What the price change, like How do you it, store it, them? It's, it's too much. Electricity. Everything in the economy touches me. Yeah. People. Yeah. Electricity. Yeah. Decision making. Mm -hmm. Family structure. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I don't rest. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason that makes me currently a bit resentful. Yeah. Um, what else would I say is, but apart from that, if I was to give the other side, I am quite satisfied and I get a high. Mm hmm from how many people's lives we touched per, we touch per day. Mm -hmm. When I hear those data, mm -hmm. I'm like, you're a bad bitch. <laughs> you're a bad bitch. Like it, it's, it's, so it's, it's a tough one. So yeah, it's, it's I give and say, take. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's such a good, um, a good way of putting it because I feel like people listening would think, oh, I'm feeling what you're feeling, but then they're maybe afraid to congratulate themselves. So yeah. I think that it's very important to congratulate yourself on the wins. No, right? no, I'm that girl. So you need, you need, to, you need to appreciate that. Look, you know, listen, if you own a business, doesn't matter what you're doing, you're making yeah. an impact, right? You're doing something for people. You're providing a service. You're providing a product. People like it. People don't like it. Whatever. You're doing something that is making an impact. The things that cause you to be dissatisfied are going to be there. Mm -hmm. They can go up, they can go down. It's like a cycle. Then add to that life, now lives, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's as small as you have a flat tire today to some family members. You know, like it's yeah. anything can happen at any moment. It's not just about the things that cause dissatisfaction. It's like, how do you deal with it? How do you rally? Are there even resources to mm -hmm. like help you deal with that, like job dissatisfaction? Um, and I think, you know, there's a lot to think about here. Um, what do you think people can do? Because mm -hmm. obviously it's always good to give people like some real practical life. tools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think people can do to manage the phase mm -hmm. of I hate my job? And honestly, I'm not even saying here, if you hate your job, don't leave. Yeah. Leave. Yeah. But remember, like, just ask yourself, is it a complete hatred? Yeah. Or is it a dissatisfaction For phase? Now. For now. Yeah, yeah. That is just going through. Yeah. It, like, yeah. Some places might just not yeah. be worth your time. Yeah. Some places the work might be too much yeah. for what you're getting paid. Yeah. And are you having the right conversations? Are you able to note down? I'm yeah. a writer. Tell me to write yeah. everything down. Like, are you able to write what is making you dissatisfied so that you can attack it or find solutions to it? So, you know, Toby, one of the reasons we wanted to do this podcast was we wanted to have a conversation with each other, but also with people like listening mm -hmm. that were real. You just said it. Like, when you start feeling dissatisfaction, you actually need to talk to someone. It yeah. could be your colleague. It could be your manager. It could be your spouse. could be your partner. could be your friend. You need to talk to someone because that person can have a perspective that you don't have. Mm. Then it's also good to write it down, like you said. Then you start thinking, okay, how can I fix this dissatisfaction? Is it because of pay? How do I get more pay? Is it because of a toxic work environment? Leave that toxic work environment. Is it because For of sure. a family thing? Okay, how am I going to, like, put systems in place? Do I need to rally everyone together and say, okay, look... Look, I don't have a work-life balance. I need a nanny. Okay, you mm -hmm. help me with an agent. Okay, you know, like, you need to start putting things together. And then if at the end of that, you now realize that, okay, I still hate my job, then you have to leave. Yeah. Like, so what I'm sure. saying is, don't just go from, ah, oh, I'm so upset, so I'm leaving. You have to go through that process of, have I spoken to someone? Have I written Navigate it down? Have I, it. you know, you know. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, remember, you, you are here, you are on this earth for, a, you know, 
number of years, mm -hmm. you really don't want to stay in a situation that you as an adult, right, have decided is no longer serving you, mm. right? So I think for me, that's it. But like talking to people is very important. Listening to resources like this podcast, like reading yeah. books, reading articles, just really being honest and open with yourself. Like that's the only way. And to remind people as well, honestly, like do not think doing your own thing or changing work makes the job more enjoyable oh, sometimes no. it could be worse sometimes yeah. it could be better yeah. but don't sacrifice responsibility yeah or the level of responsibility you're about to go for yeah. just because oh i don't i don't even know man i don't even know what i'm saying again. no i know what you're saying <laughs> i don't know how to it describe doesn't mean, it doesn't if you leave it doesn't mean that it's going to be like oh magical perfect everything has changed yeah. you might go from was it the, from the fire to the puppy, the pot to the fire? fire? You might actually go into a worse situation. But my point is you need to or be able to... Or a better to, one. Or a better one. It could be anything. Yeah. But my point is you need to be able to identify yeah. these things as yeah. they're happening. And then also, this is just a quick takeaway. Also be able to identify if you are the problem. Because sometimes you are the problem. That's so true. Sometimes you are the problem. You have gone from job to job to job to job to job. Every time, I don't like people like that. Every time your manager is giving you the same feedback... You are the problem, yeah, my guy. Yeah, that's actually a good point. That's a good point. So just be self-aware. If you actually hate your job, if you hate your job or you have been in a situation where you really cannot navigate a difficult dissatisfaction period, like mm. write to us. Like mm -hmm. I actually want to dissect yes, what you're please. feeling. Yeah. Like I would love to hear your stories and actually see how we can help you navigate it mm -hmm. because this is such a... It's such a subjective. Timmy had mentioned it. It's very subjective. So obviously, this is our own opinion. So it'd be good to actually hear your stories about mm -hmm. what you have gone through mm -hmm. and how you have navigated it. So you're either sharing solutions with us or sharing the problems with us and letting mm -hmm. us see how we can help you navigate it. But thank you very much for listening again to Totally on Brand. And speak soon. Yes. Or see you soon, rather. Yes. Thanks, Tobes. This was really interesting. I... I think we're what gonna get a lot today? of submissions. What are you doing after this? Um, I'm going to sleep. I'm tired. But guys, listen. Like Toby said, write to us. We're not going to talk Zaza. to us. Mm, it's raining. <laughs> um, it is raining. I was like, mm, I want to go to Zaza. Um, like, I'm gonna shake your bum bum. Toby. I'm sorry, sorry, What's sorry. My father is watching this podcast. It's okay. He know. Ah, uh, uh, you have two children. Hello. <laughs> talk to us tell us what you think tell us if you hate your job tell us if you love your in fact please be that person that is like i love my job it's amazing please that would be so said, inspiring you've only met one or two me i've met zero please tell yeah, me if yeah, you love your so job inspiring. thank you everyone for listening to another episode we enjoy talking with you today don't forget to like subscribe send us your comments send us your questions click the links below you can find us on apple music spotify and on youtube and of course on instagram you can reach us anywhere until next time, guys. Have See a wonderful you soon. day. Bye. Bye.